0: When the outdated tactics get left behind, things not we stop. Marketers look around when your ranking's going down. It's the Jim and Ann show. Hey, we have a special guest, Truman Heading, who is a expert at many, many areas. He's a growth hacker, a pay-per-click wizard, a video marketing specialist, a speaker, tons of other items. But Truman, I want to ask you a little bit about conversion rate optimization. Now, you had talked a little bit about you were running some studies on YouTube um, ads and realizing the first three to six seconds and uh, really important in trying different um, things with that. But just overall, websites, either websites or ads, um, what is conversion rate optimization and how do you
1: measure it? Sure. That's a great question. So thanks for having me, both of you, and it's nice to see you. Uh, you know, the natural progression of my career has led me to conversion rate optimization. Early 2000, SEO, super obsessed. Jim, this was back in the days where we're searching the same keyword over and over again, seeing if it's ranked. Um, it was before being logged in, affected, no universal search, nothing that was changing based off your location. It was just keywords. Where are we ranking? And um, that led to paid search. Uh, I got really, really good at paid search, super obsessed with the idea of making a change and seeing something happen right away. Love that. Got addicted to it quickly. But then wait, people are not converting. So conversion rate optimization is convincing people. Once you've spent all that money to get people to your website, how do you get them to take action? And uh, today's CRO, if you will, I mean, we have so many acronyms, acronyms now, is how do I create a page with a form at the top and get people to fill that out and let's lower the cost of that. And it's broken, broken, broken. As time has progressed, consumers have gotten smarter. You know, it's, it's amazing to look at GA, Google Analytics, and see what people, what you attach Hotjar or Crazy Egg or anything similar, what people can do inside 20 seconds is insane. Next time you're on a website and you're looking at something, you know, no, notice the time and see what happens in that 20 seconds. You already made your decision. So conversion rate optimization is a step-by-step process where you break different elements of a page down and try to con- – Convince the user to make a decision based off of changes you make to those elements. Um, without good landing page optimization, conversion rate optimization, a really good page paid, paid search manager can look terrible. So uh, for a good part of my career as an agency, we bought traffic and we did it really, really good. But we really had to focus time and energy on how to get people to take action. I got a ton of my landing page experience, Jim, from actually affiliate marketing because a lot of traffic and then also the good old days of email spam. I did a lot in debt settlement, auto warranty, and we were doing millions and millions of emails every month and getting on-site 15,000 people at any given time. I remember obsessing in GA looking uh, active visitors right now and just seeing it pulsating. I was like a crack addict, you know, looking <laughs> at it. And it wasn't until I, I got tools that helped me see what I couldn't see that I learned more about conversion rate optimization. So there's a lot of tools that exist now, Hotjar, Crazy Egg, where you can install code and there's watch people- There's another
0: thing uh, the FigPie, which I really like, uh, F-I-G-P-I-I.
1: Yeah, I, I have heard nothing but good things about them. Um, for me, seeing people interact with the page It it was what I couldn't see, right? It was the mouse over the disclaimer. So just so people know here,
0: we're talking about like basically it records the users on the page and you literally can watch videos of people on the page, their mouse movements and heat maps. And just wanted to make sure everyone knew what we're talking about here. So it's recording people on your website.
1: Yeah. So uh, that insight, right, is you're getting to see that specific user. You don't know their name. Uh, but you see their mouse move on the page, you see them fill out a form, it it hides the entry data just for um, privacy purposes. But when you get that type of visibility to each individual click, you you start to see patterns. Now, first, there was heat map tracking, where you could see a snapshot of a page, and it would show you heat maps on where people are spending their time, where they click, then came mouse tracking, we'll call it, where you can see their mouse throughout the page. Now, back in the email spam days, when we could get away with it, we were dealing with a ton of volume. And you know, the more experience you have, the more data you have, the better decisions you can make. Mm-hmm. With that, I was able to see things that I hadn't even thought of, just basic things. Uh, and as a good search marketer, your job is to do what? Is to take people you don't know and convince them that they're in the right place. So um, conversion rate optimization for me is really getting inside the mind of the consumer back to this true search query intent. Um, for a period of my career, I worked for a company by the name of Logic. it was bought by PeerCards. I was hired as a paid search consultant to rewrite their paid search platform with the co-founder and a team, an army of developers. One of the most amazing experiences of working with people I've ever had. In that process, we uh, created um, cascading bidding algorithms. We looked at our text, our text ads, our taxonomies, we manually graded 5,000 sites in the GDN. I mean, we were data hunting. But what the problem we came across is that every dealer used one of eight or 10 website providers. So we couldn't normalize the data as much as we wanted to. So we ended up deciding to create a landing page solution. We called it dynamic conversion pages, DCPs. And all we did, Jim, is we created a, a CNAME pointing it to a host that we created. And we created a user experience of interacting with their inventory Through landing pages that we controlled. That gave us the ability to truly make changes in a controlled environment. What headline was working best first, right? What was the right wording mapped back to the search query that the user had? So we grouped that data and then we made decisions based off of that perspective. From there, we grew and we changed the form layout, the form colors, everything you'd want to change about a landing page, we tested. So circling back to the umbrella of conversion rate optimization. Is what did the headline do? What did the content do? What did the form do? How far were people scrolling down? Were they even getting the content? Did a slider work? Did a video up top work? And what did we find? Yes, a video really helps. So that's how my career kind of ultimately got into video because I found that slapping a video on a landing page sends conversions through the roof when done right. Um, for me, what works well is having the data of what life was like before the landing pages that you're creating that's your benchmark. And then uh, an effective conversion rate optimization strategy is coming up with a few variations, testing those variations to get insights, get your winning variation, and then test the heck out of that winning variation. Test the headline by itself. I mean, you can do multivariate testing, it gets confusing, overwhelming. Um, At the end of the day, you want to know, how do you get people to take the next step from the top down in a mobile first world. You have to be looking at mobile. I mean, rarely do I look at the impact of desktop. Mm. 80, 90% is mobile. So people, people's behavior before they get to the page, right? If you're buying on social, they're, they're going like this, right? And they're making quick decisions. If they click on something from Facebook or IG, they're being brought in app and they're seeing the very first top of the page, they're going to make a decision on whether or not they're going to read more. So your headline's super important. And one of the things I've learned in my career and, and Jim is over-optimization can murder the success of your campaign. So getting way too creative with trust, mark- and trust statements, like over 555 million clients served and stuff, you almost want to look at if your company was the leader in the space, the absolute leader, and the, the multi-billion dollar company, what would it look like? What would that experience look like? A simple way to do that is when you go to Apple, are they making statements that make you feel like you need to trust them? No, it's just matter of fact. So at the end of the day, break down your testing so that you're doing it from top down. Test one element at a time. Um, get creative in your copywriting. Have the trust marks available. But there's been a reverse in the trend of conversion rate optimization recently. Not too many people are talking about it. And I, I, I go crazy when I come across an account, just had one last week where, uh, oh yeah, we're, we're doing okay, but we like to grow. And I see the landing page they're using and it's literally content left, form right. Those days are over. You cannot expect that people, and this was a sophisticated product. You cannot expect people to just fill out a form. I mean, at the end of the day, look at what every one of your competitors is doing. And you're gonna see that a majority of them have the same damn layout because they, they, they saw one person was super successful. Let's do what they're doing. And now as a user, think about it. You're just, what? what's different? Which one should I choose, right? So video can be super helpful in getting you there. Not everybody's going to watch a video, but for those that do, they will convert. If you have a good script and a good video, um, do not do not expect in 2022 that a landing page with no navigation and a form at the top is going to work. Do not restrict people. Consumers are much smarter than they used to be. They don't want to be pigeonholed into a specific a path You're not smarter than they are. They're a lot more smarter than they used to be. Give them value. Give them content that you would want to see if you were looking for that product. Take off your My Company's The Best hat and think about the consumer. What do you know about them? One of the biggest mistakes companies don't make is they truly don't understand their personas or target audience. A conversion re-optimization strategy starts with a persona exercise. Get a whiteboard out. Get your executives together, get your trusted employees and talk about what do we know about the people that we're selling to? Okay, great. Let's try to group them into three if we can. Great. What do we know about this group? What do they what kind of music do they like? Do they read books? Because all the targeting that we have available to us as digital marketers is available now. In the GDM, for example, you can target book lovers. For God's sake, look in your Google Analytics, look at the benchmarking data and see how is Google categorizing your existing visitors to your site. What do you know about them? Oh, snaps. A lot of them really are movie junkies. Okay, great. You want to grow? You want to scale? Build, a, build on that. Target that in the GDN. Have an offer that's relevant to the content that they're going to be reading. At the end of the day, this all ties together. Conversion rate re-opt- optimization requires that you get inside the mind of the consumer. If you know your personas, you know what they want to hear. Market to them specifically.